Welcome to CooperCast Black Coffee Episode 4. This is your host, Alice Macchiato, John Sachs. We talk about the song Eye on Hue by Hal Lindis of Dire Straits and about getting permission to record a song. We were talking about a song called, the, the, the 11th song on the album is Got My Eye on Hue. Now let me let me spell that out because it, it's not clear what I'm saying. Got My Eye on, I-O-N like the chemical thing. H-U-E. Hue, H-U-E, Ion Hue. What, what, what's going on here, Al? Well, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that wrote it. Oh, I'll tell you, because I have it right here. Yeah. And its name is Hal Lindis. Yes. I met him. Oh, he's part of Dire Straits. That's what it was, yes. Well, you saved me a lot of trouble trying <laughs> to remember that. So I met him, and uh, we got together in uh, London when I, when, I, when I lived in England. Mm. And he came over to the house, and uh, we liked each other. And, uh, and we also recorded at the same studio, coincidentally, in London. Yeah. That was a coincidence. And uh, and so he played me that song mm. on, uh, you know, whatever he had it on. And I said, I love that. Mm. I said, can, can I record that? Mm. And he said, uh, yeah, he said, I would be honored. Mm. I said, well, I would be honored if you would let me record it. And... And so I did uh, in England with um, some of the people that I used to use when I would record in England. Mm. And I love the song, but I, I love the um, that track yeah. that I did there. It, it sticks out in my life. This funky faculty version on this album. I don't know. Well, this version on the album is funky faculty. It is. Yes, it's uh, well, it's Tom Stein, but the drums are Anton Fig, but uh, Bob Dozima and oh, okay, the usual suspects on horns. So I didn't use the demo. Yeah, so you didn't use the demo. The demo could be on the box set. I I don't even know if I could find it, yeah. but. but but I love that song. Mm. And um, did they? Did Dire Straits ever record it? No. Mm. No, this was you know his off thing, right? Because uh, I think there's only one writer in Dire Straits. Oh, okay. But because I just turned seventy-eight, I can't remember the name of that guy I'm talking about. <laughs> although you just told me, and uh, and I can't remember. Who the leader of Dire Straits was? Actually, I don't even know either. Okay, well, obviously, the big... I guess we're in Dire Straits here. <laughs> we are. In some <laughs> ways, we are. Uh, oh, but I was going to ask you something. But uh, I love, I love that song. Got my eye on you. So the only recorded version of it we know of in the world is this one here, because it's not on Dire Straits' album. And uh, no, no, because he wasn't the leader. Oh, okay. He didn't write the songs. 
and they were strict about that. I would imagine. Well, you know, we were talking last time about the Doors, and and Jim Morrison wrote everything except one major song that he didn't write, which was "Light My Fire." <laughs> so. And of course, you know, one of my favorite factoids about the Beatles is the number one downloaded song of all time by the Beatles is not by Lennon and McCartney, it's by Harrison. Here comes the sun. Wow. It's I call it Harrison's Revenge. <laughs> oh, you assholes think you're so good. Well, here's a song. Take that. Anyway. Um, and that was, was that on a, a Beatles record? As oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I think it was on Abbey Road. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. So, but let me ask you something. You said you asked uh, Hal Lindis if you could record "Got My Eye on Q." Yeah. And he said, "Yeah." Now let me ask you a question: Do you actually have to have permission, or can you simply record it and simply pay the royalties? Well, you don't have to have permission. Okay. But this song didn't exist in the world. Wasn't even copyrighted yet. No, I'm sure it was copyrighted, but um, it wasn't out. You couldn't buy it. That's so what I mean. You by recording it, you could have been preempting him. So you asked out of politeness, uh, is what I'm no, saying. No, I asked him because I love the song. He played me the record of right. it. And... What, I, what I'm saying is, though, that you asked, you kind of asked his permission, but you didn't have to ask. You could have. Yes, I did. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I had the right words. Oh, okay. And like that. And, and, um, and then I needed him to give me a copy. Because I heard, for example, that uh, Paul Simon wrote Red Rubber Ball, which is a sweet little pop song. But the circle, C-Y-R-K-L-E, recorded it before Paul Simon could record it. And I wondered if they... Well, they were on the same label. Mm. So I don't think that... I think everybody knew what was going on. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, uh, is, it, is it a thing where somebody really can snarf a song before the original artist has a chance to record it and put it out. No, because you'd have to get the publisher's publisher's permission. So you do have to get permission? From the publisher, not the writer. Oh, okay. You have to get permission. I thought you could just do it and then just pay whatever the going rate was. If the song had been out before, you can. All right. But if it had never been on a record, then you have to get permission. So there's a significant difference between covering a song that's been out and doing the pre the premiere version of it. Is it like Absolutely. Okay, that's, I was totally not aware of that. Okay. Got my eye on Hugh. Oh, uh, duh, you know what I just figured out? Duh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw the word ion as the chemical thing and hue as the color but it's a pun yes on I got my eye and on it, you yeah his song wasn't that I changed that oh you changed that yes you devil alright okay so you you added the pun to the title yes this has been Coopercast Black Coffee episode 4 
brought to you by the ionosphere you can find out a lot more about al at alcooper.com and submit questions for al on the coopercast page